Welcome to Planet Surgery, a medical podcast by Baxter Advanced Surgery Team. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast series Planet Surgery. Insights into the world of surgeons, surgery and perioperative practitioners across Europe. My name is Becky Whiteman and I'm the Cluster Medical Manager for Advanced Surgery in the UK, Ireland and Nordics for Baxter. Today, I will have the pleasure to interview Mr. Steve Lang. At Baxter, our vision is to be a global, innovative leader in the operating room, providing solutions that improve patient outcomes and enhances lives. Baxter's podcast programme is a new programme for you to hear from colleagues across the world. In this episode, we have with us Mr. Steve Lang, a consultant urological surgeon from the Western General Hospital, an honorary clinical senior lecturer at Edinburgh University in the UK. He is an expert in the field of renal cancer surgery and will share with us today his personal experience of using the VIBE scale, a validated intraoperative bleeding scale with his team during times of COVID. So let's start. First, welcome Mr. Lang and thank you for being with us today. What was it specifically about the VIBE scale that made you want to incorporate it into your clinical practice? What, what spoke to me about the VIBE scale on seeing it the first time was its simplicity. Um, it was uh, the fact that it could describe various bleeding scenarios so clearly and so simply. There were the um, descriptors that really chimed with what a surgeon um, would see during an operation. And there were also um, pictorial elements such as um, how soaked a swab was. And I could see that this could speak to not just um, surgeons, but also um, other members of the team. And I thought that this could be something that would allow me to communicate a particular bleeding event to anyone in the surgical team. And I thought that this would be able to act as a clear and easy communication tool for me to use, but for other members of the team to use to describe bleeding during an operation. Mr. Lang, you started to incorporate the VIBE scale into your practice pre-COVID. What things were you doing then? Uh, so recently I participated in a multidisciplinary major hemorrhage simulation. So um, following this, uh, we looked at um, aspects of the pre-op, uh, intra-op and post-op processes that could improve team working, communication and um, perhaps the team's response to bleeding events during surgery. Um, we took feedback from uh, the whole team uh, about what aspects were important um, to the team members in terms of team communication in response to blood loss. And we redesigned uh, the surgical brief that is conducted at the beginning of, uh, of the day. And for me particularly, I thought that it was important as a surgeon to share uh, the surgical challenge of that day's particular case. What aspects of that operation um, would be uh, challenging 
what aspects of that um, procedure um, required specialist equipment or even additional help. Um, from the anaesthetic feedback, they thought it was actually very important to um, calculate the estimated blood volume for that particular patient and calculate the 10 and 20% uh, of that estimated blood volume, but crucially, and put those figures on the surgical board. And that allowed the whole team uh, to know that these were certain figures that could then trigger other additional actions. And then I looked at incorporating the vibe scale um, into the surgical brief. And the way I did this was um, to map out um, particular aspects of the procedure that may be associated with uh, different grades of bleeding. So for example, if I'm at the renal hilum and then there is um, a grade three bleed, then that would then trigger off uh, additional um, actions such as um, obtaining um, the right hemostat uh, to deal with that bleeding. Perhaps it's a grade four bleed, an unexpected uh, life-threatening um, a bleeding event, in which case we may need some um, vascular instruments such as sutures uh, or uh, vascular clamps. Uh, in addition to that, um, it could trigger off um, events such as uh, obtaining um, uh, blood products or uh, additional um, people uh, in theatre. So then COVID hit your hospital and what happened? Uh, so what happened in our hospital um, in its response to COVID was that um, our surgical capacity um, significantly reduced. And that was in part uh, due to um, a lot of my anaesthetic colleagues um, being deployed to uh, the COVID ITU. And we were also uh, using our uh, theatre space to support uh, ventilated patients. In addition, there was redeployment of uh, nursing staff uh, or staff that were uh, absent from work because of shielding. Um, for us as um, renal surgeons, we actually had to prioritize our clinical cases and this was based on national guidance. And so we were operating on the most challenging, complex and time sensitive uh, cases. So unfortunately we had to inform patients with um, perhaps small renal tumors that um, they uh, were no longer the priority during um, our response to COVID. Um, we also had to work in different um, theatre areas. Our day case um, theatres were deemed uh, clean uh, on our green pathway. And so we relocated to the day case theatre. It was a different environment. Um, it was a different team it threw up some different challenges as well. And what we realized was that the day case theaters were, were actually um, really far away from uh, the transfusion lab, but additionally, it didn't have um, a blood fridge. And therefore, um, for the team, we were concerned about um, how quickly we could get uh, blood products. And one of the aspects of working down in day theater um, uh, theaters was that, the team itself uh, weren't used to dealing with uh, major um, uh, renal cases. Um, they lacked experience um, in um, open surgery. Um, and so 
uh, this made um, operating on these patients much more challenging. So clearly a lot of challenges in your hospital at that time. And did you continue with the, using the vibe scale and your amended brief during that time? That's a very interesting question. We had um, trialled the brief before COVID, um, but I thought that um, during our um, response to, to COVID, um, that it was inappropriate to introduce new processes when actually we were facing all these challenges. And so I didn't um, reintroduce this um, new brief uh, with um, these amendments uh, during the initial um, stages of our response to COVID. So clearly you decided that um, adding the complexity of an amended brief and the vibe scale into a new team in a new environment was going to be an additional load for everyone and decided not to because we were in the world of COVID. Did that continue then throughout the time of COVID impacting your surgical practice or did you come to change your viewpoint on that? I, I came to change my viewpoint on that and how I came to change that viewpoint was we had a very challenging um, renal cancer case and I was going to do this in the outpatient theatre and I knew that the team was not experienced and so in addition to um, the challenging case, I myself was rather um, worried about how this case will, um, will pan out in this different environment. And so I actually saw the value of the amended brief um, and the vibe scale in getting the team to understand that surgical challenge, to get the team to know what responses that I would require, but also the patient requires um, during that case if there was um, bleeding events. And so it worked really well. Spending that time at the beginning of the surgical brief um, really engaged the whole team. And what I saw was that the team were able to ask questions, were able to voice the concerns, and even use their own initiative to ensure that, um, that blood was available, that they knew the process of obtaining blood early, because in the outpatient theatre, like I said, we were the furthest away from blood bank and we did not have a blood fridge. We also had an agency nurse that day who did not know um, the theatre uh, environment at all, didn't know her team members. And she thought, and she asked questions during the surgical brief. And it really set the tone for the day because it allowed communication between team members that didn't know each other. It allowed communication between team members that needed to question um, aspects of uh, the procedure. And I think that having um, the vibe scale allowed um, the whole team to respond really quickly um, to bleeding events. And for me as a surgeon, thinking about how that case went, it allowed me to reduce my stress levels 
it allowed me actually to have more cognitive capacity to deal with the case, not to think about was the blood available, not to think about where the vascular instruments there in theatre, because I knew that the, the, the whole team was on the same page. And I think this is what this um, amended brief, having these elements embedded within it, allows the whole team uh, to respond uh, quickly to any um, bleeding event in any major surgery. So clearly everyone was focused on patient blood management during the procedure. What happens at the end and what was the response from the team? We agreed um, to meet all together as a team after the end of the operation. And for the anaesthetist, that meant that the patient was safely in recovery. They were happy with the status of the patient. And then we were going to do a formal debrief. And I think by, um, by setting the tone for the whole day, by involving the whole team at the beginning of the case, allowed that um, flow of communication uh, to continue even to the end of the procedure. And the debrief was actually very valuable. It was a difficult case. It was a long case, but it actually allowed all the team members to share what went well, what didn't go well, um, and what aspects could be improved for next time. And I think this is really crucial because it allows the whole team to reflect on the performance of that day, but also to make improvements for the next case. And I think that that really rounded off the whole procedure in that it was very much a team effort. It was very much um, a, a team um, um, approach uh, to that challenging case that day. So clearly the incorporation of the vibe scale and your amended brief helped in this really challenging case. What's happened since then, moving forward with the team and its use? For me, we're, we're still in the challenges of um, dealing with COVID. We are still um, having theatre teams that are still um, inexperienced um, in major surgery and that still haven't worked together frequently as a team. And for me, I have um, used the amended brief and the vibe scale in all my surgeries going forward, because again, we're still dealing with major cases, but we're able to deal with uh, much more straightforward cases. But I feel that the whole structure of the amended brief and talking about blood loss and involving the team um, in the management of dealing with bleeding events um, really pulls the whole team together. And that's very important when there's inexperienced team members and new team members. What's been really surprising and very encouraging is that I have heard reports of actually um, the theatre team asking for elements of this amended surgical brief, such as calculating the estimated blood volume, such as asking whether the surgeon's going to use the vibe scale during this case. And that has been... Um, really satisfying for me to hear because I know that this has struck a chord with my team members and they are wanting to see this um, being implemented in other theatres 
doing other surgeries. Thank you so much, Mr. Lung, for your time in describing how you've incorporated the Vibe Scale into your practice and how it's benefited you and the team during times of COVID. Thank you for this opportunity. And thank you to the audience. Please do contact us for any feedback or questions. And if you want to be our next speaker, just contact us by clicking on the Contact Us button on this webpage. Thank you very much for listening. And don't forget to come back in two weeks to listen to our next episode.